1: This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one, or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Frataloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's
0: right, it's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side, look, he's back. It's Mike Frataloni of... Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hi, Michael. I'm good. I missed you last week.
1: I missed myself last week. It was a really fun, stressful time.
0: So what do you care to share with the fine listeners of the Weekly Scramble?
1: You know, what's really funny is... um, I'll, I'll just cut to the the money line here that Fratelloni sold. Right, mm-hmm. my my fr- my family Fratelloni's a hardware and garden store sold to another company. Well, I'll tell you more about that in a little bit. But I knew that for a long time. In fact, one of the very few people I confided in this is you. Yeah, you. So you've known for a couple of months that we were going to sure. do this, right? Yep. And yep. you kept your mouth shut, and that was very important. But I was thinking of all like a bunch of media members have been calling me and asking, <laughs> and I keep thinking to myself, who should I? Like in the media, I'm thinking just in my little mouse brain, who should I call and talk to and give the story to? And then I never even considered the fact that we have our own show. That you are in the media, then, kind and then of. And I could just go ahead and just talk about it on this show. And I was like, right. huh. Because I even said, well, let's do it on GL. And I thought, then you know, maybe no one cares, right? It right. seems like people kind of care. but Well, based no on cares.
0: some email I got, I think people were not, not even – necessarily matter anything but people are just curious I They're think curious. it's a big I mean you guys have been around for a long time you have 22 Two stores yeah locations in the twin cities you guys have become a staple in the twin cities so let me just give you the facts so so how then, much money did you make yeah yeah we'll <laughs> get we'll give you
1: those facts so um first and foremost I'm still running the company right right so I still work every day everything yep. feels exact. in fact today felt more like work than a whole bunch of days really? like it's yeah okay. it's it's a uh, stressful it's we're going through this conversion so it's just a lot of work right um, you know, my brother's still with the company. My dad, he's 79 years old. He's still works, but he's not going not have to punch in. Right. He's, right. he's kind
0: of retired. He shows up when he wants. He shows up when he's <laughs> wants, but he's 79. That's, right.
1: you know, my dad said, you know, what am I going to do? And I said, dad, you're 79. You've earned yeah, it. Yeah. You can take a day off. I right. mean, come on, relax a little bit. And, you know, and he I does. I think that's
0: cool, by the way, though, that he doesn't really know how to shut it off. Yeah. Yet. He's
1: just unsure, but he, he does go down to Florida sometimes during the, the winter. So he'll, he'll be able to be just fine. So, um. Our company's name is going to change to Fratelloni Hardware and Garden. We're jettisoning the the, the ACE the ACE part, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're no longer ACE-affiliated. Nothing bad about ACE. They were fantastic. Um, but my dad's 79. My brother's 59. I'm 50. My kids are like 13 and 11, right? And, you know, 14, 13, 11. They're not ready to step up into the hardware business. The fastest they could be ready to run a company our size, we have like 800 people, 22 sites, it would be like twenty years. And I had to think to myself, well, am I gonna be seventy when I finally have my girls kind of in the business enough right. for them to take over? Mm-hmm. And then they have to one want to do it, two, be able to do it. Right? Yeah. And you know, my kids are bright kids. They're no different. They're just But you they know, might not want to They do might want to become a doctor or a just, just strip dancer. Who knows I don't or know a podcast they, host. Yeah, or a podcast. I have no idea what they wanted. Neither do they. They have no idea. So um, you know, we went out and we looked for Someone in the hardware business that would want to maintain what we've done. And so we partnered with a company called CNRG, and that stands for Set Central Network Retail Group. They're owned by a company called Orgil, and Orgil is a 175-year-old hardware distributor. It couldn't be a better match. Yeah, This company's been around for 175 years in the hardware business.
0: Do they have, did they have any locations or stores in Minnesota they, before the, they so, contacted you guys? Um, Orgil supplies
1: like 6,000 different stores, actually about 6,000 different brands, 11,000 different stores all across the world. Okay. They sell hardware to. The subset, the subsidiary is CNRG, Central Network Retailing Group. CNRG is the company that technically bought Fratellonis, mm-hmm. and they have... Um, now 150 stores across the nation. They only buy brands that can stand on their own, and Fratellonis is one of those brands. We've been in this market since you. 1975. Everybody, not everybody, but a whole bunch of people know our last name. And they don't, they, you know, they don't put Orgil or CNRG on the outside of any stores. That doesn't happen. So you have to be a brand because we're going to be called Fratellonis, and we're going to be called Fratellonis for a long, long, long time, like mm-hmm. forever potentially, right? Mm-hmm. And so... Um, you know, we, we got this partnership going. We went and looked out. You know, we told some people we were for sale. And, and our, our team that was doing this transaction for us went to some, like, investment bankers. Investment bankers were like, we're going to buy you, and then we're going to sell you. And I was like, huh. Like, no. No, I don't, I don't want to be." First of all, I'd like to have a job still, right, which yeah. I, I got one with CNRG, a great one. And um, I don't want to just flip our company just – so, so someone else can flip it to make more money and then flip it to make more money and flip it to make... Right. It's just that wasn't what we were about. And that's not
0: really what you guys stand for. No, absolutely. that's not yeah. what we
1: stand for. So the, the day-to-day customer that's coming into our store is going to see really... Uh, not to, today. They'll see some different things, and like our our shirts are going to change colors. Signage, and signage, and that you yeah. know we're we're taking down the A stuff, right? Because we're no longer ace, whatever. And but and we're putting up we'll put up new signs that say we're in Garden and all this stuff. But the day to day is going to be the same. It's the exact same staff. All of our staff members, every single one of them, went over to this new company. So everybody's cool. the same, right? Cool. From the top guy to the newest guy, all 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 came over. We're gonna have the same level of customer service. That's mandatory with CNRG. They they love customer service. They love what we do here. That's mandatory for me. We have to serve people. I don't want to be in the hardware business if we're not serving people. That just isn't gonna work for me. Like right. I don't want to have stores where we just bring people out and that's it. I, I just that's not what I want. It's just, plus I have it's my family's last name. Right. Right. It's my name. It's my kid's last name, and that's a really big deal. Right. So and that's incredibly important to my father. So, we're super. I mean, I can't tell you how grateful we are to find a partner like CNRG because they have like the exact same plan we have, the exact same plan, cool. the exact same go forward. So um, my boss now, instead of my boss being my dad, is a gentleman named John C. Green, right? And I've met him over the last six months, actually about 255 days. I've known him because it took about 255 days to do this. Wow. And one of the very first things he said to me is, so they have all these different brands, hardware hardware chain brands across the nation, Right. Uh, 17 of them. And he said, call anyone at any one of the brands, ask for the person who used to own it, and see how they like working with CNRG. And I said, well, I assume they've retired. He goes, nope, a whole bunch of them still work there. Oh, wow. And I said, really? Like, name a company that even keeps the people that were running it there,
0: right? Yeah, good point. You right.
1: know, they usually just jettison them. But he said, we only buy companies that are winning. So it's not like we have to go in and get rid of everybody to kind of redo
0: the company. Because that then in turn costs them a lot more it t- it money. It costs
1: them way, you know, it's way harder to do. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure they've done it in the past. Not everybody still works for the companies that CNRG bought. But um, but he said, just call them. Just pick up the phone and call one of them and ask, hey, is the former owner here? Yeah. And I thought, wow, that's that's a pretty incredible thing to be able to say. Yeah. And um, so I, I kind of right at that point, I thought, and you know, it's funny. I never did it, right? I never did it. <laughs> but now I've subsequently met some of the guys at Here the other brands. Here are the numbers I'd like you to yeah, call. <laughs> yes. I've met some of the guys at the other brands, and it's like, oh, I get it. And they're like, yeah, we got a whole bunch of new stuff in, and, and we we did some new – and many of the things – and this is going to sound really bad because, you know, I was the one running Fratellonis. My brother and I were running Fratellonis with my, with my dad's help, but mm-hmm. he was, you know, kind of retiring out. He didn't have any day-to-day uh, demands of him, right? Sure. And – I thought we did things really smoothly, but then I see what a larger company can do. I was like, huh, that's more smooth (laughs) that, you know, that is, they just have the next level of professionalism when it comes to HR and even like fleet services. Like when one of our trucks broke down, I'd have to find some guy and I'd be like, could you come to this? I mean, it was like a headache. Now I call this fleet service and they come get it. And then they tell me how much it is. And then it gets approved. I mean, it's like all just done. And I was like, oh, wow. That's that's just the next level of professionalism, sure, sure. and I think we're going to see that in store too, right? You know, it, I, I I was kept saying to my team, yesterday is going to feel a lot like tomorrow, and tomorrow is going to feel a lot like yesterday, right? Yep. Relax. All we're doing is selling hardware. All we're doing
0: is helping customers. Nothing that you do is going to change. It, nothing you do right. is going
1: to change, besides the label on your shirt, besides, uh, you know, Whatever, just a little the bit insignia of insignia
0: on your paycheck. Yeah, Other just than who, that, you, who right, you get paid right, from, right? right? And it's
1: just, but it's not going to be just a big, big change. And obviously, stuff is difficult. We're going to have to reset some stuff because we have ACE label stuff in there sure. that's going to go away, and we're going to get. And you know, we're going to be January is going to be a tumultuous month, right? We're going to be doing a lot of that stuff. But when things are all said and done, it's going to look the same, feel the same, yeah. and just kind of be the same. We're going to have everything plus more.
0: When when you First, decided you and you being the collective you as mm-hmm. in your, your family. Mm-hmm. When you guys first decided it, that this was going to happen, you guys were really going to do this months ago, mm-hmm. right? Did you expect the amount of attention you received to be as great as it was? In other words, you said you were contacted by a lot of sure. news media and outlets yeah. that that wanted a, you obviously either wanted a quote, wanted a, a face shot or whatever for their news coverage. Yeah. Did that
1: surprise you at all? Um, it, it did a little bit. So. I know we've been advertising in this market since 1975, saying Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, you know, and we've, we've been going really hard with a lot of advertising, right? Mm-hmm. So much so that they allow me to be on the beer show and right. the weekly scramble, right? I mean, that's that's how important it is to us. So a lot of people knew our name. In fact, when we'd open up a new store, people would say, oh, finally, there's a Fratelloni's in our town, right? right? So it's like, oh, Well, good. you
0: remember when you opened the Aiden Prairie store, I
1: was excited. That's right. You were like, oh, finally, one's near <laughs> me. So, um, I, you know. I I know that people are questioning what's going on. It's obviously kind of a big story. But, you know, we have a – here's a lot of inside baseball stuff. We own the majority of our sites that we're in. Mike Fratelloni and my dad and my brother own our our buildings. So we're going to be partnering with – Whoever buys us, which CNRG, for years to come, and I mean decades right, to come, right. because they're going to be in these buildings for decades running hardware stores, and I'm going to be running them with them, right? Yep. So, and even if, let's say something, I win the lottery tomorrow, and I don't, you know, go to work the next day, which that's not the plan, but if I win, you know, good luck to me, right? Um, <laughs> You know, I'm still partnered with these guys for years and years and years because we have all of our property, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a big deal for us. So I didn't know how... Um, You know, a lot of people, I'm going to the stores and a lot of people are saying, oh, I'm, you know, congratulations. I get a little bit of both congratulations and I'm sorry. I'm like, what are you sorry for? We're super excited to be able to do this. You know, it's, it feels kind of sad for me because I look at my girls and, and, you know, one of my girls said, oh, really? Well, I I can't work there. And I said, you can't even clean your room. (laughs) So don't make me feel guilty (laughs) for something in 20 years you might want to wanted to do it. Right. 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 And so it's. It's different. Um, it feels a lot of like work for me. I mean, it feels almost the exact same. Nothing's really changed, right. right? For me and for our, you know, my my team that I deal with every day. It's just we're doing hardware. It's just the exact same. But again, for the the community at large, please know that if you enjoyed Fratelloni's before. We're going to be the same. If you didn't enjoy us, you try us because we're going to be even better. But I don't know who didn't enjoy us. I well,
0: mean. and that was going to lead into my next point because, you know, you had said that now the, the ACE label kind of goes away from mm-hmm. your, your guys' chain of stores. So does that mean, like, you know, when I'm going to the shelf, when I walk into my Eden Prairie store, mm-hmm. uh, let's say I need to get a new garden hose, yes. whatever. Yeah. So I either have the, the brand name garden hose or I have the ACE sure. brand garden hose. Do they have a, a, a generic brand or do they use kind of a potpourri a, a, know, a, a of different yeah, things? Yeah, they,
1: they use a little bit of everything, but um, Orgil's kind of the best brands. So they carry, just like Frataloni's did in the past, we didn't carry generic hand tools. Right. And they don't carry generic hand tools. Gotcha. You know, we carry the top lines. Right. We're just the premium products. So, um, you know, Ace did a really nice job with their private label stuff. It was never junk. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, People didn't. You know, they still thought they were buying the private label brand, which it was hard to tell them that that's a very good hose. You know, but so we'll have the brand name hoses, you know, and and, um, so I think when they see things in our stores the people who were buying from us before were really used to getting quality and they're really going to stick with quality. It's going to be a name that they know. Gotcha. It's like, Oh, I know this name. That's the best of the plier manufacturers. Yeah. And, um, and, and we'll just continue to do that because I don't, you know, for a while, uh, you know, 20 years ago we had some like dollar store sections and I said, what are we doing? Are we selling, sell, selling all this stuff? Like it's, just a bunch of random dollar stuff. Crap. And I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> right, you know, right. so we and, and we did that for a long time, and it actually was was fun. People enjoyed it. It was kind of knickknackery stuff. But I thought, why? Why don't you know? We're a premium brand carrying premium stuff. Why do we have a big dollar section? Let's get rid of that. So right. um, even if it's you know if it's grills, we're going to add some new grill types in. You know, we didn't do a lot of business with Traeger. We're going to add Traeger. Really? Yeah. You know, and so cool. We, yeah, we're going to do a bunch of these another level like the best of the best of each brand we're going to start getting those in i think we did a great job on what we had in the past Mm -hmm. right we had a lot of really fantastic product lines and we'll have even more with our new partnership with CNRG and and orgyle and you know but we'll still have all the pet food and we'll still have everything that we have now plus awesome yeah so it's going to be fun i i appreciate so much and i want to thank everybody who's been a customer of ours, You know, people came in and said, I remember shopping with your dad in 1975, and they literally do, right? And my my dad remembers people very, very well because he spent a lot of time still today working the sales floor. And it just means so much, the, the outpouring of good feelings and the excitement. And I just want everybody to know that this is something Fratellonis really wanted to do, the Fratellonis really wanted to do, and we're super proud that we were able to team with a company that is the exact same alignment that we have. That's cool. So our name... It's going to stay. Yeah. In fact, that's funny. I, I had to tell John, my, my new boss, or I'm just going to call him my new boss, which yeah. seems weird because, like, the only other boss I ever had was my dad, and I probably didn't listen to him half the time. But I got to listen to John <laughs> all the you time. Now Now I have no choice, right? Um, but I had to, like... Uh, disclose that I did the scramble, right? Oh, because really, I had to make sure that I could use my name on something as salacious as the weekly right, scramble.
0: We, d- we tackle the tough that, topics. That we
1: do, we do tackle the tough topics. So, um, he has been a listener of the show. Oh, no kidding! And he says one of us is brilliant, either you or me, <laughs> but he wasn't able to tell me which one. So, eventually, maybe well if I get fired next week then you'll know you All are right. the brilliant then one. No, me <laughs>
0: and then I'll be asking you how I can we can do the weekly scramble daily well john thank you very much for listening and uh, mm-hmm. that that's really cool to hear well and, and I will say this because you had mentioned that you know you had mentioned this to me whenever it was uh, a while back and I'll never forget this was there a, did you guys issue a press release or there was one day a week or so ago where i mean i got bombarded with Emails from listeners because obviously mm. you have been a dedicated supporter of the Garage Logic podcast yeah. since its inception. Yeah. Um but I remember Joe came into work, I was here doing whatever I was doing, and he said how come you didn't tell me? Yeah, it because he knew yeah. that he knew damn well that I probably knew this, sure. given that I've worked with sure. you directly for ten years.
1: We did do a press release to the trade magazines, right? Gotcha. So we did it okay. out to the hardware industry, gotcha. And that was quickly grabbed by local people, sure. And you know, again, everybody who's—I feel kind of bad because some of them were calling before the transaction happened, and I'm like, I can't, I, mean, I, I can't call you back. I can't tell you right. anything. Right. right? There's nothing I can tell you. And then afterwards, I thought. Oh my God! I'm too busy, man. I'm so sorry. We'll get to it. And they all sorry kind of, Fox.
0: 9, I don't have time right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> they they ran
1: permutations of our press release, right? Just sure. something, and which is totally fine. And what what I really want people to know is that Fratelloni's are still in the business. We're still running it. Yeah. Our name's on there. We have the pride. We're partnering with these people uh, from CNRG cool. and Orgel for, I mean, years and years and years. I'll I'll be long dead. When.
0: Well, I will say this though: the only thing that I uh, again, given our longstanding yeah. friendship, yeah. um. When you do have to go down to Nashville on business, yes. I get to be your date. There you go. Because that is literally one of my favorite cities I'm in the country. I'm unsure,
1: but I don't think they allow me to bring dates Dang it. to business meetings. <laughs> but, well, you know, it's a progressive company. <sighs> a I have no Live
0: idea weekly scramble. From, from Nashville, Nashville, all right, on the Strip. Yes, come on.
1: Well, technically they're in Memphis, so oh, a little bit different. I, I did, but they're in Memphis. But, okay, you know they'll they'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But anyways, as uh, I go and we t- we talk in the weekly scramble, I will update everybody. But for now, things are going to feel. Awfully the same at Fratelloni's. We do have one thing that's going to happen. Okay. We have a, a new rewards program. This will be the last thing I say. It's We called it the, um, in fact, John Ziegern came up with this name, Fratalonis Fan Club, and the fan stands for Friends and Neighbors. Oh. Because it's our friends and neighbors that shop at Fratelloni's. They truly are our friends and neighbors. Yep. And it's going to be incredibly rewarding. It will not kick in and start till about December 6th, that we hope to launch it. Okay. And it's going to be. Very, very rewarding to customers that shop with us frequently okay, because they really like to engage the frequent buyers and our friends and neighbors that do a lot of business with us. And so I think it's going to be even more rewarding than what we had in the past by a great amount oh, so cool. I'm very excited for people to and don't come in and try to sign up for it today because you, you just can't but on the 6th we'll have it up and working.
0: On December 6th? December 6th. Okay yeah, very We cool. hope
1: to have it up and working. Like, Don't quote me on the 6th but I think it will be the
0: 6th. Uh, I'm currently looking at a map and it's only a 3 hour and 20 minute drive from and you know how much I love to road from trip. Nashville to, from to, Nashville to, to, to Memphis. Okay so. well
1: <laughs> I will keep that in mind. I'll see if I can st- have you be my stowaway. In
0: fact uh, I made the trip once this is okay this is way in side but Mm -hmm. whatever we had played a national softball tournament years ago softball i didn't even know you did that yeah i did it with like high school buddies and guys from my hometown and i remember they told me oh we're gonna take a bus all 20 of us guys are gonna get a couple no it wasn't a bus it was a a bunch of like those extended vans sure sure and we're gonna and i said no No. because it was in bowling green kentucky okay and i said i tell you what I'm going to fly to Nashville and rent a car and meet you guys, which I think was like maybe two hours north of, of Nashville. So that's what I did. In fact, my cousin ended up doing it with me because he said, I'm not riding in a van from here to freaking Bowling Green, Kentucky with a bunch of Yahoos. So
1: is Bowling Green the city that beat the Minnesota Gophers? Yes. Like the dreaded? What do we call Bowling Green? Because they have to be the venerable, the dreaded, because... Obviously, if they can beat the ilk of the Gophers, Minnesota Golden Gophers, that can... On homecoming. On homecoming by a 30-point spread, right? Yeah, that was a bad loss. That was unbelievable. You know, thinking of that, did you explain this to me? Because I don't understand. Okay. How can Tanner Morgan... And I I like Tanner. I'm (laughs) excited for him. But how can he continue to be the Golden Gophers' uh, star quarterback next year?
0: the last year was deemed the COVID year in college athletics. Okay. Meaning you didn't lose a season of eligibility regardless of... Because se- several players decided to opt out. For for both w- reasons, Whether sure. they were concerned about health concerns, or I know in one case, like Rashad Bateman, for instance, mm-hmm. decided he wasn't going to play, ended up saying, well, no, I, I guess I am going to play, because he knew he was going to get drafted the following season sure. in the NFL. And he has great NFL career so far. So what, you know, given all the uncertainty... Um, in the in the NCAA they just decided well anyone can play and this won't count towards one of your 4 years of eligibility okay. so they gave that across the board to every college athlete okay so that's, that is my that's understanding one of his of years yes
1: then he must have had a redshirt
0: year i don't i don't know if he had a redshirt freshman or an injury redshirt i think it shirt. was
1: redshirt 2017 so,
0: freshman yeah so he redshirted which also doesn't lose him a season of eligibility so yes he still has one more season uh, and he did announce that he's going to come back.
1: Okay, so I really want him to be here. And Tanner, if you're listening, <laughs> thank God. But there should come a point where, if you have three of these scenarios, you can no longer play college football. Okay. One, if you're married. Oh. Two, okay. if you have a baby. Okay. Three. If you're completely bald, <laughs> you probably he looks like a 44 year old man.
0: Sure, yes. he's 22 years old. Did you know that? I I, I would have guessed he was older than. Was
1: that. it who was it? Uh, help me, uh, Chris Winky? Did he play
0: till he was like 26? Well, but the difference between Chris was Chris. Um, Chris signed a baseball contract. Okay, when he out of out of high school. So I think he signed with the Blue Jays. Don't quote me on that, but he, I think he signed with the Blue Jays. So then he
1: couldn't play college, or he could played, play college.
0: played ball. four seasons of minor league ball, realized, okay, I'm never going to make it to to the Major League Baseball, okay. decided to re-enroll in college at Florida State as a football player, which is Because he couldn't play legal. baseball
1: because he already played professional he baseball.
0: Cannot, yeah, you cannot go back and play college baseball if you have signed a professional baseball contract. Wow, okay. So he goes back to Florida State. Has a couple of pretty good years, and then got drafted, I believe, by Carolina.
1: Which is amazing. So, yeah. I mean, I think he was ending his college career in the mid-20s, right? 26 or yeah, something Yeah, he was yeah? something like that. Yeah, yeah, that that is amazing. Well, I'm super excited to have Tanner back.
0: But let's let's just backtrack a okay. little bit. Since it's your your former school, yes. you're an alum of yep. the University of Minnesota. Let's just talk to... 22- or 23-year-old Mike Ferdinand, mm-hmm, shall we? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's say you're a college athlete, good enough to play Division One football, let's sure. just say. And you realize, okay, I'm not good enough to go to the NFL. And I'm not saying Tanner is or isn't. I doubt he's going to play in the NFL. And they say to you, you know, Mike, you do still have eligibility for just one, one more year. year of college. I think you'd jump at, I I I, you jump in. I know I would. You know, I do. I think there's some risks playing football. And there's
1: diminished marginal utility, when you know you're not going to play the pros, every game you play destroys something about you. Like you have a real potential to be hurt for a long time, right? He takes a punish. but It's a punishing game, right? So what is his upside? Answer me this. Do you think he could go and play on the practice squad for four bills a year? what? What do you think practice no. squad guys make?
0: No. Well, they make six figures.
1: So, so a couple hundred thousand, yeah. say. I don't yeah. know what it is. Yeah. But you don't think he could get? No. You don't think so? No. He couldn't be the third string guy on a team. Well, on look a professional at
0: team? look at look at the 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 number of quarterbacks that are pretty. Good. And I'm not I'm not ripping him on his mm. on his talent, but I'm no. just saying there's a lot of quarterbacks to select from and sure. he's not he's not in that class.
1: No, and I get it, but he doesn't need to be a he doesn't need to be the star guy in a professional but football. But a
0: team game. is looking at that position as an investment and they're not going to waste a spot on a guy they really don't see a future in because there's so many only so many spots. So practice squad has a limited amount of spots too. Yeah, I think too? it's they they did increase it, but I think it might be 10, 10 or less. Oh, that's it. Okay. I yeah. I thought
1: maybe there was kind of this No, and that's the thing cuz yeah.
0: college football is essentially the minor leagues for the sure. NFL.
1: So okay, let's let me ask you this. Okay, what do you think Tanner's thinking? Do you think he he's thinking? Do you think Flack is saying to him, "You know what? If you if we can go to the Rose Bowl next year, yeah. then you have a chance of playing." two years or four years or eight years in the NFL. Do you think someone's feeding that to him? And I don't know that he doesn't. No, I just
0: think that he, he says, well, I'm, I'm the starter right now, and if I come back, we might have a chance to have a decent season. That would be kind of fun. That's what I'm yeah, gonna I go, going to guess. Because they'll go, what,
1: Holiday year. Bowl maybe this year, or something like that?
0: Either the Holiday Well, it depends on what happens between Michigan and Iowa. Mm. If Michigan wins, they will be in the Final Four. Okay. And if they lose to Iowa, they'll end up going to the Rose Bowl. Okay, and then that would knock everyone else down, down a peg peg, if okay. Michigan doesn't end up getting into the final four. So,
1: I mean, do you th- I mean it's possible he's thinking I'd like to have a really great bowl game next right. year, right? Because he's going to get guys back. Guys yeah. are coming back. Yeah, guys that you think have been on the team for seven years. <laughs> but you know, good for him. I'm, yeah. I'm very excited for him. I'm glad he has a baby. I think he has a baby. I'm not sure. I know, I know he's married. I read somewhere he's married. Okay. Although you know, I, I make I'm making light of that. But my uh, wife's father was University of Minnesota. Um, golden golfer, hockey player. Oh, And she was born while he was still in school playing hockey. So according to your rules, yeah, he you would have kicked him out. Yeah, he shouldn't have even been able to play <laughs> hockey. She lived in University of Minnesota student housing. Oh, my it's, goodness. Uh, we were looking at some pictures on Thanksgiving of old these old videos that we have. Yeah, And she's like, that's the student housing on the St. Paul campus. I'm like oh, my God, those were still around? Like, that's where people lived, and they're still there right now, right wow. by the State Fair, you know, where they, just oh, yeah. south of the St. Paul campus. Yep. And she's like, yep. And she, the pictures of her running around in a little onesie, and I'm like, that had to be tough being a college student, uh, near professional hockey player at the University of Minnesota level. You're basically a professional hockey player. You're doing it all day, every day, right? right? I mean, right. you just have to be a stud. And and then, oh, by the way. Then you have a baby at home, wow. a two-month, oh, God, that had to be tough. Yeah.
0: Um, all right, so I saved this story for you, sir. You are did. You, thank you. Are you aware uh, of the uh, of a snowstorm story out of Yorkshire, England? No. A snowstorm strands sixty-one people in a pub in Yorkshire, England, for the third consecutive night. "Quote: Plenty of beer is available." End quote. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, is this the Oasis
1: cover band story? Yes. Oh, so I
0: love it. A strong snowstorm stranded sixty-one people on hand for a concert. Last Friday night, and there's a good chance they will not be able to leave until Monday at the earliest. The guests were hunkered down at the Tan Hill Inn after attending the Friday concert by an Oasis tribute band called No Oasis. Oh, nice. Clever. I see what they did there. I'm quite tri- chilled about being stranded. It's quite exciting, but we're missing our son who is with his nana, Stephanie Overton, one of the guests, told the BBC. I'm wondering how long we will be here Uh, The report said the storm dumped about three feet of snow in the Yorkshire Dales, which is about 1,700 feet above sea level. Besides the snow, fallen power cables have created a dangerous situation outside. The guests are all getting along, and the report said managers set up sleeping quarters in the pub's lounge. The New York Times reported that a man at the pub was evacuated by a local rescue group because of a previous medical condition. The guests have been passing the time by, oh, God, Oh, no. By singing karaoke and watching movies like Grease, the report said. Oh, great. Uh, Nicola Townsend, the inn's general manager, told the paper that the guests have been respectful of each other and nobody has gotten loud and drunk. The report said that some people who were stranded were guests at the inn. Okay, so they can at least go sleep at the inn. But there's only there's not many rooms. But you'd think you'd say scoot over, Right. I, I guess, or maybe take. Hey, tonight's my night where we get to sleep in the bed. Everyone throws their keys into a bucket, and you just <laughs> randomly
1: pick, and you say, "Charlie, you're with me tonight." Come on, let's go. So, you know, what would be the best capper to the story because that's a great story. What's that? But if Liam and Noel Gallagher from Oasis sure. said, "We're gonna go play that bar in the summertime," wouldn't that be just really? That would a, be kind of. I cool. mean, what a great story! Yeah, that and be play it cool. for just those sixty-two people that were stranded. Because if they went to go see Oasis cover band. A tribute band, no Aces, and and uh, because I don't even know if Liam and uh, Noel go still hang out because I think they hate hate each each other. other, Yeah, but this could be the thing that brings them back together. You think so? What would you do? I would. I don't know what I'd do if I was stuck in a place for three days. So
0: that's exactly where I was gonna go because I'm thinking to myself, okay, a. I probably wouldn't go to a pub for an Oasis cover band, but that's just me. Fantastic. I but be, regardless of the band, uh, if it was you two, who I've, I've mm. seen live many times, I don't know. If I was stranded like this at a bar, I don't think I'd last three days. I would Yet, say. If I asked you if you wanted to go to a bar for three days, you'd say, sure. <laughs> but if you didn't have the ability to get out. That would I would have a problem
1: with. Yeah, that you've that would bother bars me. for three days. I mean, roughly. <laughs> roughly. Yeah, yeah. Or you'd go every night to a bar for three nights. So you spend an extra 12 hours. But in could you
0: imagine being stuck there with, let's just say, 50 other people that you don't know? No. That seems like hell on it earth. Would, it would not... I don't do well being stuck anywhere.
1: No, right? I don't.
0: I don't. Do. I want to be in control of when I'm leaving. Yeah,
1: sometimes when I, um, you know, when you eat too much and your pants are hard to unbutton, right? <laughs> and I feel like I'm just kind of trapped in my pants. I lose my mind because I can't patiently unbuckle my top button. Sure, right, unbutton my top button. So I, I don't like being stuck in places. That would be very, very hard. But if the band was fun and there was booze and you said, "This is is what it is," let's go for it. And if you had a place to sleep, that yeah,
0: would yeah. but, the big but one night you're saying, okay. Tomorrow they'll clean this out tomorrow. But then tomorrow morning you're still stuck there, yeah, and, and then you're hung morning, over. Yeah. Oh no! And you're also hung I, over. I, I don't
1: know. Yeah, I want. I want. But I do think someone should reach out to the Gallagher brothers.
0: That would be pretty. And funny. say this is the,
1: the the party place you need to play. Oh, I'd go to that
0: concert. I, I just couldn't. I couldn't imagine. But they are. Sh- they're they're showing photos outside of mm-hmm. the pub. Yeah. And I mean, it's they are stuck there. They're the, done. the snow is. You know, you can't even open the door. Oh, really? It's like that scene from uh, Little House on the Prairie. You remember that one at all? No. Pa, you don't remember? Did you ever watch Little House I on loved the I Little House on the Prairie. Where Pa opens the door and the snow is above and they had to go out through the top of oh, the... Oh, really? You don't remember that
1: one? I don't remember. I do okay. remember a lot of that show because that was that was great, great, but I don't remember that episode. <laughs>
0: okay. That sounds like... Um, that I, I did go
1: to an Oasis concert, another short digression, but I went to the Oasis Black Crows concert. And oh, in my right. mind, Oasis was, at the time, one of the biggest bands in the world. Sure. And they're 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 uh, you know next to Jesus as they said right <laughs> and I, I go into and it's probably excel center and i go into excel center and i hear champagne supernova like 7:15 i'm like who's who's playing that like what's going on then i get up to find out that oasis was the opening really? band for the black crows and i thought what how how did one of the biggest bands in the world open, but they had? Or maybe
0: they're doing an alternate. They were doing flip-flopping oh, sure, headliners, right? Sure.
1: So they didn't nowhere on the tickets did to say headliner. They both got the same billing and everything, but Oasis went on early in St. Paul, and then the Black Crows. And I like the Black Crows. I love Oasis, right? So I was like, oh yeah, the Black Crows. The guy who has no shoes on. Ah, okay, you know, and that, was, <laughs> that was it. And I was out of there 15 minutes later. So this, I
0: heard exactly one part of one song. Is the Black Crows guy? Uh, the one that was married to Kate Hudson, I believe so. Okay, yeah, and and I didn't know he didn't wear shoes on stage. Yeah, I think he lays out this big rug
1: because he's kind of hippie esque, and then he has like he has um stuff hanging from his microphone stand, like a um scarf hanging from there. Yeah, so he does. I might be that might be just delusion in my mind, but I picture him not wearing shoes, maybe leather pants that are bell bottom esque, and then he came out and he did some great song that I was like, okay, I've heard that song before. Yeah. I'm not going to last 23 more songs of this. And and again, I didn't dislike
0: them, Right. but I I really loved Oasis. Uh, Before I forget to mention, uh, last week, in your absence, we had a couple of guests on, and one of them was our buddy Jim from Harmony Spirits, by the way. Uh, Best handcrafted spirits made in our own backyard. HarmonySpirits.net is their website, and uh, they do have a bunch of tastings coming up, and also uh, a lot of people emailed me because we forgot to give out the recipe um, (laughs) of the cocktail that he made on the show. Oh, good. Which, by the way... Because you're you're a whiskey guy, I am. It was spectacular. Okay, tell
1: me tell me approximately what it was because so, I, I was starting to listen to the show and then I had to do something. Well, else. you were a busy
0: guy I last was busy. week, I am. so it was called an old three on a tree. All right, old
1: three on a tree. Okay. It's a
0: it's kind of a mixture, old fashioned.
1: Okay, and then and three was, on a tree is a car thing for correct. switching a gear. Okay,
0: so seven ounce glass. You add two to three ounces Harmony Spir- Spirits bourbon whiskey, one ounce of spiced maple syrup. Mm. One ounce of cherry juice, two ounces of orange juice, three dashes of orange bitters, and you can top with a cherry and an orange section. Ooh. Mike, it was really good. legit good. Really, yeah, that sounds legit good. Yeah, but the the part that I thought might turn me off was the maple syrup edition because I don't yeah. like. When my drinks are really, really sweet, sure. I don't mind. A, I don't mind a, a touch of sweet. Did, did you say spiced maple syrup? Yeah. What, what is what is that? So know. they apparently. Had, I I can't remember what he told me. If it was a, a company locally, or if he, or if he found a way, but it was. Not regular maple syrup, it had like mm. almost a little fire, little Really? It had a little fireball ish okay. flavor to it. You know how that yeah, spice yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't I It didn't, was really I, okay. good. i never had really that. Really I didn't really know what good. that was. Yeah. That
1: sounds my mouth is watering just thinking of that mixture. That yeah. sounded really good.
0: Well, and obviously their their bourbon whiskey is is the best. Um so anyway, uh, continue to go into your local liquor store. Please continue to ask for the Harmony brand by name. Um they're very appreciative of all of you listeners that have done so already. But like I said that drink was really good, Mike.
1: So was he like a Tom Cruise bartender like flipping the bottles <laughs> he, or is he more I'm from Southern Minnesota. I'm going to pour this right. Step back. We're um, going to love these. He so, wasn't like cocktail from Tom Cruise. No, 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 no. Okay. But
0: it was it was cool though because he was extremely smooth. And if you want to see the video, you can find it on the Garage Logic YouTube page. Um but it was it was pretty cool cuz I I've I've made a drink You've or two in my day. Yeah, yeah. But uh it was it was pretty neat seeing how I've always been more of a um of a volume bartender mm-hmm. where I want to make fifteen drinks in fifteen seconds. Yeah, and tonic. I don't want to make, you know, the, the twist of yeah, the lemon and yeah. everything else. And there are guys that love doing that, guys and gals that, that love doing that kind of detailed drink. That's yeah, not really my jam.
1: I used to always go into bars and think to myself, in fact, my, my buddy opened a restaurant and they would hand break the ice. And I said to my friend, I went, like, What are you doing? No one cares. In fact, I don't even want you holding my ice. I want the ice to be clean, put into in the a glass. Scoop. But he's yeah. like, eh, it's part of our thing. And I'm like, well, that's a dumb part. Right. With all due respect, it was a dumb part. And, But I used to think they would do this and then sell a $10 drink and they'd make two bucks, but it would take them six, seven, eight minutes. Yes. Well, you can pour 10 gin and tonics at seven bucks in the same amount of time or more than that. But now you go to a place. You order a drink and it has like a smoke glass over the top of it, and you're like, "Whoa, that took ten minutes," but it's twenty nine dollars, yeah. so you have to tip six bucks. And I'm like, "Okay, that's you know, six bucks for that eight minutes worth of work is pretty darn good pay." Right. But I just don't know. I mean, when the when the bar starts getting backlogged, as a bartender, do you just say, "I'm sorry, we're not doing that one right now." Oh, I'll get you a gin and tonic or a Captain. You, you diet, try to right? be very
0: respectful, but the worst is. And you know, usually a patron when they come to a bar, they can kind of tell. Mm-hmm. Oh crap, it's really busy. Yeah. Get get your s together. Sure, get your entire round ordered. The second you turn around, go. What do you What do you guys yeah, want? You're off they're, to someone else. You're, I'm, yeah. I'm on to the next person. Oh no! <laughs> but the best is you'll get, and it's just you know, you know what to the to the wall, mm. right? And and it's you get the. Do you have a um, a drink menu? And I'll say. No. No. We serve drinks. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah, all of them.
1: Our wine menu is one you don't care about. Whatever you want, we have it. Yeah. Just figure it out. We can do it. (laughs) What are the prices? It doesn't matter. Right. You won't even notice.
0: (laughs) You'll probably be buying other people drinks, and you won't even know you did it. So one thing we discussed earlier on Garage Logic today, but I wanted to bring up with you uh, before we run out of time, did you see... The airport brawl video no. from last weekend at Minneapolis St. Paul International Airport.
1: I, I didn't, not only did I not see it, I did not even hear about it.
0: So it, it appeared in a couple of publications. I know Joe earlier today referenced both the Star Tribune and I believe it was Alpha News, where it was a Donnie What? Why? In, what like happened? A group of people just started fighting with each other. Well, I'm sure it was over something extremely important. Sure, shoes or something. Right. Yeah. But it was. Three different rounds of people hitting each other with stanchions and really? garbage can lids. Were they all
1: going to the same location? Were they all flying to the that? Same I place? don't know,
0: but apparently it was at the, the smaller terminal, Terminal okay. Two. Okay, and it was outside of the Frontier Gate. Okay, so I I don't so even where know does that Frontier means.
1: fly? They probably do those yeah. vacation trips down to Cabo and things like that
0: or but Vegas. It it made me think because stories like this continue to surface, whether mm-hmm. it's people getting Pissed about wearing a mask, so they take it on the flight attendant. And what is going on? Because I had said earlier, if you are involved in any kind of altercation like this that includes physical violence, whether it you are on a permanent no fly list, yeah. banned forever,
1: you are now Amtrak. Right? Yeah. Because we should verb that we, you're amtrak
0: But that's exactly you know. You always make fun of me because I I like to road trip as opposed mm-hmm. to fly, and I will do it ten out of ten times if I can. That's why. I don't want to be around those people.
1: No, you can't have a fight happen in the air, right? Super dangerous. You have to land a $30 million plane or $300 million plane someplace. It costs a bunch of fuel. Mm-hmm. And like we said, we've mentioned this a few times on the show, You know, the penalties for that are getting to be huge. In fact, I think there's a senator right now who's saying, hey— this isn't happening on planes. If you're going to do this on a plane, you're going to jail, and your yeah. fine's going to be 320000 bucks. I mean, it's crazy fine levels.
0: The uh, the story that Joe was reading from, I believe there was one woman, uh, that I don't think she was involved in this particular story, but they had cited at MSP that she was fined $40,000. Uh, I would assume acting like a fool because they had to they had to land the plane. I would yeah. assume that that's why that she was charged. I mean that that's crazy. Yeah,
1: that's great. And they should one hundred percent. So we have a friend that works at the airport. Yes. At, did, did did Rook know that guy and did did they know well, any of the stories?
0: Unfortunately, Rook Rook hasn't been here. Um, he's been a little under the weather. Oh, okay, got it. So uh, he wasn't able to come in because we were going to call him, and then of course he wasn't available when I tried uh, getting in touch with him. But I. I would assume he had had to have heard of this it's impossible because he knows people that
1: work security there right 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 I mean they had to all be there I I don't know what people are thinking there has to be some f- civility what do you think of this these random mobs that are just running into best buys and it's disheartening it's frustrating and sad and not, you, know,
0: you, you you continue to see this and you know we're going down the GL rope but that's fine I, I unless you want to take this serious you, you you can't expect this behavior to stop. Yeah, yeah. If you're not going to have any type of consequences for any of these kids, and they're kids. These are literally kids. They're literally kids. Well, how do you yeah. expect their behavior to change? It's just, it's simple parenting 101. Ugh,
1: it's not good. And I don't know what the answer is. It's not letting them continue to get away with it. And I don't know how you could tell them that. If you commit a crime in a mass group like that, yeah. you know, there's going to be incredible consequences.
0: In fact, there was a... There was a video on Twitter, this was a while ago because I retweeted it, and it's one of those uh, courtroom cameras. So they have the split camera, mm-hmm. the one is on the judge, and then the other one is on the uh, the defendant. Mm-hmm. And he's you know walking up, he's got his hands in his pockets, and he's wearing a Miami Dolphins jersey. Okay. And she said, all right, Mr. Brown, I don't even know what the guy's name was, uh, it says here that you have been charged with theft of a Dolphins jersey. Jersey, wearing <laughs> it. You're kidding no. me! Oh no! And his reaction is just, "Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am." It's like, well, did you not think maybe that wasn't the good uh, attire to wear? Yeah, of for- yeah,
1: you think that would be maybe not the way to do it. I love yeah. the the courtroom things where the every guy gets his sentence and all they all is roll tide. I'm like, is that that important to you? Right. That after you find out you're going to jail for 30 days, you have to. <laughs> and there's like a a, a a montage of these guys saying, "Okay, uh, thank you, Judge. Roll yeah. tide." I'm like. What? No. It, that's not the time to do it. No. In fact, if I were a judge, I'd say, excuse me, come back here. Let's, re, <laughs> let's re-talk. Let's discuss what you just—because you're obviously not taking this seriously if you're going to say roll tide.
0: Right, right.
1: It, so it, it, we're in a really interesting spot, and I do think what's what's nice in Minnesota— is everybody's gonna freeze in a little bit. Yep. So it's they're, we're gonna all have to calm down because no one's gonna someone's gonna say, Hey John, do you wanna go rob someplace with thirty of your buddies? No, way, it's and ten it's, below. It's ten below. <laughs> let's not go do this. The only guy who does that is Jesse Smollett. That's the only guy who would do something <laughs> when it's that cold outside. Right, not right. that he'd rob any place, but you know what I mean. It's but a, he it's did
0: we, we did discover earlier though that he did have the trial run of his uh of his fake uh, oh, did. abduction. Yeah, oh, that I did? Ca- that came out earlier today. Oh, that he attempted it. Once well, before, that like, he and the, the, the two people that he had paid to okay. quote unquote abduct him, sure. they apparently had the trial run. Oh, really? The okay. night before the actual incident, just oh, so, so that they knew what they were going to you do. Know, it's like rehearsal.
1: Yeah, rehearsal. But I, I I didn't think, I thought he was telling the truth. So that's weird. Now I see, I like to believe people. I know you and, do. And that one just didn't.
0: Seem terribly believable. Yeah. But,
1: you know, God bless him.
0: Well, God bless you for being back, Michael. I Thank missed you. Thank you, You're the best. If you missed any portion, please do us a favor and share, download, do whatever you'd like to do. You can find the Weekly Scramble on all sorts of platforms, including PodMN, Spotify, anywhere you get your favorite podcast, you can find the Weekly Scramble. And please do us a favor and rate and review the show. It helps others to find this beautiful show. For Mike Fredoloni, my name is Chris Reavers. We'll do this again next week. Until then, cheers.